This is the Krillcast, episode nine. Mm-hmm. As you can see, we're trying another new format. <laughs> so always keeping yeah. it fresh, keeping it real. You know us, fresh and real, just like mm-hmm. real krill mm-hmm. being sold at a fish market. Mm-hmm. Which fresh I is always it, better. Does that even happen? Do they sell krill at a fish market? I think krill's too small. We can just pretend we're talking about shrimp. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, So, as you can see, our first topic is latest pickups and currently playing. Mm -hmm. So, Will, what have you picked up lately? So, recently I was at GameStop because they have that 4 for 10 deal. And Mm -hmm. Brock Claire with me and I ended up getting... Rage, the old Rage, because I never played it, so I figured I would. Um, Borderlands 2, because mm-hmm. I don't have a physical copy of that game. And then I got <laughs> uh, Dark Souls, because <laughs> I, I, I've been wanting to get in that series. I'm telling you, I'm probably going to hate it, because it's probably going to be too hard for me. Um, and then Claire wanted the Elder Scrolls Online game. Really? Yeah. She wanted to try Elder Scrolls. Probably gonna hate it. But, I mean, it was only like two dollars. So right, yeah. And then I also go got a, yeah, I also got the Crash Bandicoot uh, refresh or whatever. Yeah, I think you told me that last time, mm-hmm. or last time I talked to you, that you finally broke down and bought it for her. Yep. Well, she asked for me asked for it every time we go to the store. <laughs> every time she sees it. <laughs> so, right. I mean, whatever. I get it. Okay. And so my. Oh, go yeah. ahead. I was going to say what I'm currently playing. I'm currently playing uh, Destiny 2 finally. So I've had that game for a while. And I got it like a Black Friday deal where it was like 75% off. And yeah, well, I got like the whole thing, like, like the Awoken expansion as well. And it was only like 20 bucks. So it wasn't have it you was ever, bad. Have you ever played either of the Destinies? I played through the first one. I, I honestly enjoy the games. I hate the business practice behind that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I always wait until they until I get a discount with the expansions because I don't want to fall prey to that predatory business practices. See, I, I um, tried uh, the original Destiny, and um, that's where I was at with that. <laughs> I, uh, well, I had people that were playing it for like months and months and months before I joined in, and I tried mm-hmm. it, and I was like, yep, this is not for me. Uh, it reminds me, it's essentially like Halo. It's like the same shooting mechanics, but you have magical powers. So, I mean, you mean it's right the same, the same shooting mechanics as Halo 5? I mean, if you mean like the advanced movement, then yeah. But like as yeah. far as the gunplay, the gunplay is tight. So I like it. And it's colorful. <laughs> All the things that appeal to me. <laughs> right, right, right. Colors. All right, so my latest pickups were... Persona Q2, Persona 4 Arena, and Fire Emblem Fate Special Edition, which is all three games on one cart, uh, including the DLC route, which normally you cannot get physically on a cart. It does include that, um, which is obviously something I would like because you can play all three routes without downloading anything to the 3DS and relying on the eShop whatsoever, which I don't trust Nintendo to curate much much longer 
probably 2022 at the latest they would maintain mm -hmm. the eShop for 3DS. So uh, my confidence is not the highest in that. And then uh, completed the Persona collection, have every uh, retail release um, technically at this point. There's a couple of miss, you know, small things that I might still grab that I would consider part of the complete, but I literally do have all of the games. So that's crazy. And I feel like every week you talk about there's another one though. So no. You're nope, officially not, done this time. Now it's waiting for uh Persona Five the Royal mm -hmm. and okay. debating on if I get that Persona Five Scramble, which doesn't really appeal to me. You gotta get it anyway. I don't know. I think it's coming out on the Switch, so maybe not. We'll see. Okay. Um, okay. And I am currently playing through Fire Emblem Echoes, uh, Persona 5, and I'm going to boot back up my Persona 4 playthrough so I can get my Platinum Trophy finally, which is the same as like completing the 100% gamer score on the Xbox. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to talk about two past announcements at previous E3s that have not happened yet. Both of them ending in the number four, one of them being <clears throat> Metroid Prime 4, which is a well-known fact that it, you know, it's been discussed by even Nintendo themselves. They had to cancel the, the previous project and essentially put Retro Studios back on their passion project, which is the Metroid Prime series. Mm-hmm. Along with Metroid Prime 4, there's probably going to be a Metroid Prime Trilogy re-released on the Switch in HD. Almost definitely, yeah. Um, I think that would be really cool. It uh, would not entice me to buy a Switch because I really don't. Metroid Prime, I own all of them, so don't mm -hmm. really need to rebuy it. And unless Metroid Prime 4 knocks my socks off, um, <laughs> it's not going to entice me to buy one. But okay. it is something that they had in the works and have soft canceled for a reboot of the whole project. Mm. And then the other one, Pikmin 4. It was announced in like 20... Let's find out. See when Pikmin 4 was announced. Oh! <laughs> That's funny. Alright, let's see here. Pikmin 4 announcement because pikmin 3 came out a long time ago at this point mm -hmm. yeah it's been a long time now e3 2017 pikmin 4 is progressing says shigeru miyamoto um let's see they announced pikmin 4 in the weirdest way let's see what the weirdest way was this is 2015 this is even four years ago now um oh yeah i yeah, feel like so i just says, read something about this game though um, about like the photorealistic environments and how it looks kind of strange with the cartoon characters. Well, look at that. Look at that image. Yeah. Yeah. And they said it was close to completion in 2015 and then radio silence for four years now. Mm. That's insane. And this is, this article is yeah. on Kotaku, by the way. Not that I'm a big proponent of Kotaku, but they have the information. So we're using them. So, mm -hmm. reference to my source. Um, and then in E3 2017, they say, Pikmin 4 is progressing. So, two years later, and they're saying, oh, by the way, we're still working on this. Even though it was close to, close to completion in 2015. Mm -hmm. And it was announced in a direct 
on January 4th, 2015. So what do you we'll think we'll be holding it up? Uh, maybe development started on the Wii U and used the gamepad heavily like Pikmin 3 did. That'd be my best guess. Yeah. And then they have to translate that to no gamepad and the Switch. Which I think is what held up them uh, putting Mario Maker, the original, on the Switch. Oh, was God. probably the... the um, Yeah, not having the uh, gamepad. Right, right. And then they're not even including a stylus in Mario Maker 2 for the US, which I thought was stupid. Mm-hmm. But... What's my opinion matter to Nintendo? <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's try and go back to our... Did you like the other Pikmin games? Oh, that's my Skype. I was like, what is over there? It's Skype. Um, what were you saying? Do you like the other Pikmin games? I own Pikmin 3. That's the extent of my Pikmin collection. But okay. my brother-in-law is a massive Pikmin fan. He's been saying Pikmin 4. I was announced forever ago. So I looked into it and I was like, yeah, it was. 2015. That's four years ago. <laughs> Almost complete. Okay, whatever you say, Nintendo. (laughs) All right, um, let's talk about Google Stadia. Topic number three. Okay. Let's see. Google Stadia. I'll I'll break the ice and say I hope it fails. (laughs) I can't stand Google. I don't like their policing structure. I don't like anything that they do in regards to an app store. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what they have to say. This is an article by uh, Forbes contributor Dave Thier, just to reference my source. So let's see. He said there was pricing in here, so let's see what it says. Here we go. Okay, so Stadia Pro, nine ninety nine a month. You get access to an unspecified library of games. Play at 4K, okay. 60 frames per second with HDR. The base package is free. Um, and that's not even going to be available at launch. So unless you're willing to pay, you can't play it right away. Um, then there's the Founders Edition. And mm-hmm. I did see on this Founders Edition that... Uh, let's get rid of this ad. There we go. I did see on the Founders Edition, you can get you get a controller... And it's like $140, $130, I want to say. Okay. Oh, I know there's a price on that. Um, I saw somebody st- somewhere, and I don't remember where I saw this, but somebody was saying it would be $170 to get uh, the controller and Stadia Pro. Okay. So, And how many games, or do we not know that? Here's the list. Um yeah, so Baldur's Gate 3, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, Guilt, Get Packed, Division 2, Destiny 2, Rage 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Doom Eternal, Mortal Kombat 11, which uh, the Crew 2, give me a different Mortal Kombat. 11 is, like, way divisive. I don't want it. <laughs> the Crew 2, Just Dance, which that seems like it would not work on a streaming service. But, hey, what am I? what do I know? Trials I don't think Rising. this is going to work on my internet. So Final Fantasy 15 and Farming Simulator. Farming Stimulator. <laughs> um, but it, they were saying that all you need is uh, 20 megabytes per, megabits per se- MBPS, you know, megabits per second. Mm-hmm. 
we'll get you 1080p and 10 will get you 720p you know what the average internet connection speed is like 50 megabits per second so like basically this is available to everybody yeah go away advertising all right forbes there we go yeah i mean look you can see on that chart 10 megabits per second yeah. gets you 720p 60 frames per second somehow i guess the question is like what's the appeal of this like how is this going to beat what the x cloud is going to bring to the table well here's the other thing right 180 bucks that's like the price of an xbox one or a ps4 base model right now yeah why would you ever pay for something that's got a renewable pay pay uh pay scale yeah with only 12 games right regardless of how new they are like mm -hmm. one two three four five six another seven, thing eight. is like the another appeal 14, 14 of the games. xbox and playstation is that you can play blu-rays on them yeah, or, and or Google 4K has, movies. I mean, are they going to throw in YouTube Red? I doubt it. Yeah, they're not. I mean, if they're not throwing in a streaming service or or some kind of ability to watch videos with this service, mm -hmm. and it actually it's only going to be available through Chromecast initially. So if you don't have a Chromecast, it won't work. Yep. So, I don't know. I uh, I'm not a fan. I no. don't like I don't like Google muscling in on anything. When they muscled in with Android, it killed off Windows Phone, killed off Palm OS, killed off Web OS, killed off BlackBerry OS. They took the whole market except Apple. And the only reason they have not eclipsed Apple is because Apple does it better. Yeah. They just do. I mean, that's a fact. Um, I prefer Apple products to anything Android, although I was a hardcore BlackBerry user prior to Google muscling in and knocking them out. Yeah. I will, I'm going to go ahead and deter from that. I do have an iPhone now, but I prefer Samsung. <laughs> I really they, miss my Samsung phone. <laughs> they get old so quick, though. Androids do not last, oh, yeah. even the two years. Anyways, so me, my opinion of Google Stadia, bye. See ya. Get out of yeah. the market. Yeah, well, like I was saying before we started recording, I'm worried about oversaturating the market with competitors because if people are split, they can split communities. I mean, I realize there's supposed to be cross saves maybe with that, I read. Um, it's still, you're going to run into a problem where we had in the 80s where you have a, the video game market crashes. Cause too I don't know crashes. how you could have oversaturation of the market at this point. You've got three main people and Google trying to get some attention. Apple's making one too, aren't they? Apple won't affect anybody that would be buying a game console at all their mobile market is based on the iphones and the ipads and playing mobile games on a service so anybody that's getting that probably wasn't going to buy a console yeah. probably wasn't going to buy a google streaming service definitely wasn't going to buy a switch because if they're going to buy a Switch, they wouldn't even care about Apple's market on the thing. That's basically for casual gamers who want a bunch of free games to play anytime they want to play them. Mm -hmm. like there's a reason why gaming is so big in the U.S. Because You think that's always going to be the case, though? I mean, it's growing everywhere else, and it's kind of stagnant here. No, it, it's actually still growing well. Not at the rate as everyone else, though. It's just like that's the movie market. That's like going from zero to oh look now people can have them just like the phone market in india those are going to be big marketplaces but here's the problem game developers are solely based in japan i mean big ones mm -hmm. uh the us and europe you have very few game 
developers outside of those countries. I mean, I hear you on that, but it's the same with movies, and they're already making concessions for movies because the movies are doing bigger in foreign box offices. So they're changing right. cultural, like the cultural, uh, whatever, I can think of the word, nods, well, cultural nods in them to appeal to the market. Here's what I have to say. Here's what I have to say about that. If China gets their way and gets blood out of video games, I will not buy those video games. Nope. That's, That's what I really... I don't care about blood, but I care about censorship, and I will yeah. not stand for it. I completely ever, agree. Ever. Which is why we move on to topic number four. Awesome. Well, so, that's a good segue, honestly. Censorship. Censorship exists in countries where socialism and communism reign supreme. Or dictatorship. Or dictatorship. Same idea. Mm-hmm. Little different implementation, but same idea. All right. There's a reason why free speech is so important in this country is that when you belittle or, or censor free speech, uh, or you no longer have a free people. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why it's the First Amendment on the Bill of Rights. Yep. And YouTube is going to have to be very careful how they do this because right now they have platform status. And if they continue to censor media on their platform, they become a, pu- a publisher. Yep. And once you're a publisher, you have to adhere to far different tax laws, and it will hurt everyone involved. The creators, the advertisers, Google, uh, big media corporations advertising on here with their, their media, it hurts everyone. And Vox calling for this is only going to help traditional media which is why they're calling for the censorship. Yeah, well, I mean, Vox essentially competes with YouTube. YouTube, they do. For at least for advertisers. And arguably, if they were this upset about YouTube's uh, platform and content, take your content elsewhere. You don't need to be here. You're big enough to survive on your own, aren't you? You don't need YouTube? Oh, do you need YouTube? Oh, that's the problem. You want YouTube all to yourself. And you want to lower the impact of YouTube so that your site means more to people again, which right now it means nothing to me. Yep. Well, they, they're forgetting what the Internet is. I mean, it's just a public platform where anyone can say what they want. And it doesn't. So like, if you get insulted by something, it doesn't give you the right to censor that person speaking it. You know what I mean? If it's not like an implicit call to violence. If it's not. It, uh violent harassment or, yeah, or it, hurting you yeah it's just like people talking in, in like a public square and you overhear them saying something mean about you that doesn't mean <laughs> you get to arrest that person that's not how that no. works you know and this isn't yeah this isn't a dictatorship right if i yeah. say something about trump i'm not going to jail yeah you have every right to be offended but the idea is that you can also just turn off or block that person, or not listen to the videos, or walk away from that person in the public square, you know? So, I mean, I think, really, the quartering said it the best. He said, you are a public persona. What you put out there is open for criticism. Just like whatever we put on our podcast, albeit with 14 subscribers, there's not that many people doing <laughs> us. Yeah. We are open to criticism. If somebody saw this video and wanted to criticize us, they have every right to do so. That's Mm -hmm. free speech. This is a public platform. 
if YouTube chose to say, no, you can't, you can't criticize the Krillcast. Well, now they're publishing our podcast and saying nobody can say bad things. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Rotten Tomatoes removed their comment section because they are a publisher. They're yeah. not a platform. Number five, Minecraft has officially surpassed Tetris in total game sales mm. of all time. Pretty crazy. It is. Crazy time we live in. Let's bring up a source. Minecraft surpasses Tetris. Yeah, here's here's a Windows Central. Ooh, that brings back old memories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so we'll give uh, credit to Asher Madan. Hopefully, I pronounced that right. Um, so Minecraft has sold 176 million copies. All right, um, That's crazy. Tetris last we checked was around 172. I want to say. I have to go out and buy a million <clears throat> copies now. <laughs> Get Tetris back on top. Yeah. Uh, congrats to Minecraft for yeah, surpassing Minecraft. the best-selling game of all time. Yeah, who would have thunk a game that you go around and like break blocks and stuff? It's pretty crazy. Tenth birthday. Wow, ten years now. That's insane. It's only ten years old. I feel like the game's been long. Maybe it is only ten years old. Tetris is like forty-five years old. Yeah, or Tetris is super old. Destiny 2. Whoa. There we go. Destiny 2 going free to play. I think this is a very interesting move on Bungie's part now that they're free of Activision. Um, it's just going to be the like the first year of Destiny 2, so the first couple expansions in the base game that's free to play, and then you have to pay for the rest of it. Um, I can tell you why they did it. Their player counts are so low? No. Why? Who do you think they owe money to if they sell? Destiny 2 and all of its completed expansions. Activision? Probably. You think that's the only reason why they did it? And you make it free you make it free to play and you make new content and you only sell new content. That goes Bungie. Makes sense thought, to me. I think I felt like they they own Destiny outright now though. They own they own the rights to the Destiny franchise. They own the story going forward. I don't believe they own all of the assets of Destiny 2. I don't think that was a clean cut for that. I definitely read that it was a clean cut. I wouldn't be surprised if if the situation is how you described it, but I definitely read it like they own it out right now. They own the franchise. But I guarantee you all of the content made prior, they owe a cut to to uh, Activision. I mean, they didn't make the latest expansion free, though. The Awoken expansion. Right. And that came out while they were still under Activision. Alright, yeah, so it says... Oh, they're going to rename it, too. That's what I'm saying. I think that, I think they're trying to pull it out from under Activision and not give them any money. Good. So they took the Destiny franchise with them. 
Uh, oh, and it's coming to Steam, which is a big deal. Oh, so it's, it's coming to Google Stadia. The... Ugh. Yeah, it's coming to Stadia. It's one Gross. of the titles. I almost guarantee you this is entirely a move to stick it to Activision. Yeah, Both well, mon- I mean, monetarily it... and every other way. If all the rumors are true, especially for the first game where they had the complete game and then Activision ripped out all the content to make DLC, which is why they lost their many, several of their original Bungie people, like the, the uh, cinematic director and the composer. Um, I mean, no wonder Bungie would want to stick it to them. <laughs> now. Oh, yeah, no joke. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that really tarnished their image. I mean, because they had a sterling reputation after Halo and that. There's <laughs> um, the quote too. There's three posts. Hey, somebody liked one of them. Nice. It might have been me. So, I wonder. Oops. <laughs> I just downvoted it on accident. Nice. Yeah. So follow us on uh, Krilltube. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Destiny 2 going free to play. Um, do what you want, Bungie. I still won't play it. <laughs> yeah, what I feel about it. So here, we'll, we'll give him a quick shout out. Oh, and the reason why they spelled prey, P-R-A-E-Y, as opposed to prey, P-R-E-Y, was because they got uh, sued by what company made prey? Bethesda. Bethesda. Bethesda said, we will take you to court if you do not change your name. So they said, fine, we're still going to be praying for the gods. We're just going to spell it with an A in it. <laughs> you know, I, it looks like on their logo, it still is pray. No, it's, it's, a, it's that fancy E-A symbol. Okay, A-E, I can't really see it from here. It's like too zoomed out for me. Oh, okay. So shout out to pray for the oh, gods. Oh, yeah, I, I say no. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, the gameplay that I've seen of this game looks really fun. So I'm it's basically, um, uh, honestly, it's, it's it's heavily, heavily inspired by Shadow of the Classics. Oh, most certainly. So, yeah. Shout out. Great company, great game, great three-person team. Cool stuff. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope you guys make more games. Mm-hmm. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you. On the next Curlcast. Roll the outtakes. Oh, yeah. I can't even use this bit. (laughs) I think we should make a t-shirt. Well, I'll show you. (laughs) (laughs) Anti-voxer. I love it. And actually, here, I have to show you, because you wouldn't believe me if I just told you. I have the top comment on Steven Crowder's video. Really? Yes. All right. Even, even, even more than his own comment. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I literally have the top comment. I have more that's than him. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You're <laughs> famous, dude. Yep. I'm trying to remember what. Whoa. That's getting what cut. What is that? I don't what? know. That's that's an advertisement. Oh, bye bye. This is Windows Central. <laughs> go away. How do I make this go away?
Oh, oh no, man. You should keep it there. It's nice. I'll just <laughs> shout out to Eric and Sean, too, if you actually watch this. <laughs> I heard Eric's having his baby soon. <laughs> yeah. He's he's definitely, like, in the nine months, he's really showing. Looks like a beach ball. <laughs> so, anybody, if anybody's wondering, okay, you know how long it takes me to edit these dang podcasts? Forever. About an hour per 10 minutes of content. Mm-hmm. Which I'm shortening down yeah. and doing less editing. I make a lot of inappropriate jokes. So you have to cut those out. <laughs> off camera. Off camera. <laughs> this is a family friendly podcast. 